Today's episode is entitled Sleeping with a 59-Year-Old. And uh, spoiler alert, I did not actually sleep with a 59-Year-Old in, in, in that sense. Um, I, the problem is I didn't. And how that kind of played into the awkwardness of this weekend, well, we'll explain today on the show. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Oh, so happy that you're here. So glad you're here. So thankful that you're here. All those things, all combined, all into one. Just a lot of appreciation that you, for you, for what you do, for being here. Uh, If you're new to our podcast, thank you so much for being here. It's uh, three principles. We live, we laugh, we love my mom. We live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Well, I decided not to go on my weekend excursion this weekend oh. with my with my sugar mom. I had to save the story to sync it up with a radio show. Oh, um, I don't know. I I just I I thought I was going to. I thought I was as of Thursday. I thought I was going to, mm-hmm. and um, she had called me actually when I was recording the podcast Thursday, mm-hmm. and uh, so I called her back. And for some reason, I got like when I saw she called, I got this really nasty like gut feeling of like I don't. I just like anxiety. Like Uh-oh. the anxiety keeps on. Let me give you the backstory here in case you're you missed the last couple of episodes. I've, <sighs> I I went on a couple of dates, been out twice now with a woman's fifty nine years old. Okay. I'm thirty eight years old. It's the oldest woman by far I've ever dated. The old, oldest woman before her that I'd ever dated was well, she was two years older than me. So that's, about, that's like my only age difference up that I've done. Mm-hmm. And I, <clears throat> I thought she was kind of honestly, like I thought it was a kind of a funny story for the radio more than anything. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, well then let me, she asked me out. Um, when we were in the, she lives in my condo complex and I thought it was just kind of funny. You know, I was like, oh, that's, you know, that's humorous. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a funny story. Why not? I mean, and also why not? I got nothing else going on. I literally got nothing else going on. So yeah. like, why not? And I knew what that she was got well to off. Lose? Got nothing to lose. Right. Right. So we went on this date. You can listen to previous episodes to, um, to go hear that. And then, so we met up for coffee with two weekends ago and then she had mentioned, she was like, Hey, I'm going to ocean city, which is, uh, it's about two and a half hours from here. It's the beach that everyone goes to here in, in Maryland. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she has a condo over there and she was like, I'm going to go one more time this season. Would you want to go with me? And I instantly got kind of paranoid because I was really, I was like, ah, this is like really soon to be like spending that much time with somebody, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. I'm, I have some friend, this obviously is not as bad. I had one friend that booked a trip like with her guy she was dating. And of course, it, before the, t- the trip got there, they, they broke things off. And mm. I don't know. I'm really weird about traveling with people that I don't know that well. Yes. Uh, because there's nowhere to go. Like, you're stuck, right? <laughs> and this right. is technically like, I mean, we we did lunch and then we got coffee. And then other than that, like, I don't, I don't really know her that well. Mm-hmm. And I was really paranoid just thinking about like what she would expect, mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. or like what the sleeping arrangements would be mm-hmm. if I were to go. And so I, I just told her, I was like, um, that was my biggest paranoia. And like, I thought I was going to go, I really did. And then like, for some reason, like when I saw her call, when I was recording, I was like, I I just don't want to do this. I'm just, I'm too, and maybe, maybe I got in my head too much and I overthought the whole situation, Mm -hmm. but I just, so I called her back. I'm like, Hey, listen, 
you know, thank you so much for the invite, but I'm really like, I just need, I'm not feeling well. And I just kind of need, because last week was just, you know, you know how last week was, which is not a good week for me. I really was no. feeling like, like beat up by the end of the week. So by Thursday, you know, I was like, I was just trying to get through, you know, we were chugging along over here. Right. Uh, but then I decided that, um, that I, I don't know, my gut instinct just spoke pretty much and was like, no, like, I just, I don't want to, I just, I don't want to do this. So Gotta listen to it. Yeah. She, I mean, she seemed understand. I mean, it almost seemed like it wasn't a big deal to her. It was almost just uh-huh. seemed like it was like whatever, but we haven't, we haven't talked since then. So I don't really know you kind of like where things are now. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ma, what do you think about all that? What do you think about that situation? Well, you know, I think it's fine. I think it was fine to go out with her as a friend, but I think your gut's telling you that she may want more than you want. Yeah. And well, I don't so, even know that she wants yeah. more than I want when it comes. I don't think she wants anything from me. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, except for, I, and that's the thing is like, I just, this early on, you like typically know. in like, da- here's how dating works in 2021 is you go, I mean, this is how I, how typical dates with me would go. It's like, you go out to dinner and then that'd be it. You know, mm-hmm. you might go, but I don't know. Typically, no, like I'm not, I don't try to like kiss on the first date. I try to take that off the table just to like, not like take the awkwardness out of it. Cause I don't drink. Mm-hmm. So like, it just takes the awkward out of it. Second date. If like we've been vibing, if we, if we vibed well and mm-hmm. like, we're still vibing, there might be like an invite over, you know what I mean? It might be like, yeah. Hey, let's get to go to dinner and maybe come back. And like, but then everyone's like in full control of the situation. Yeah. If somebody doesn't want to, they can just go home or like they can call the situation off or whatever. Right. Right. But I feel like when I traveled over there two and a half hours and I felt weird, like taking my (laughs) own car and I felt really weird even having that conversation of like, well, you know, what, well, what are, what are your expectations of me? You know, it just, (laughs) it just didn't feel right to me. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know where things stand now. I don't really know what we're going to do. I don't know, but um, Mm. that's, that's it for now. That's it. That's it for now, everybody. Yeah. But I'll say, you know what? Here's the nice thing about dating an older woman. Let me talk about older women for one second. Y'all really don't care that much about stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like she was just kind of like, okay, that sounds good, sweetie. And like, that's it. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. like, cause if I, in some of the thirties, it'd be like, I'd have like 17 text messages afterwards being like, are you mad at me? Mm-hmm. Are we, are, are like, are things, are things okay? Like, mm-hmm. what did I say? What did I do? Oh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like it'd be a really, it'd be a really dramatic situation. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so I, uh, I have some pointers. Oh, some pointers for dating older women for mom tent. Well, are we going to save that for tomorrow? Yes, of course we are. Oh, well, are you teasing forward mother? Is that what you're yes, doing? Yes, I am. Oh, I'm sure people can't wait to tune in tomorrow. I know. Tune in tomorrow. So really find Same out place. Uh, what's going on with this, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I didn't plan on talking about this till right now, but I kind of want to because it's on my mind. I can't really like we didn't really talk about it on the radio show this morning. Hmm. Uh, are you keeping up with this whole story of um, and this is obviously we, we don't really cover the news uh, that much. But are you, t- are you keeping up with this? Um, what is the girl's name? That's Gabby. Missing right now? Yeah, Gabby. What's her last name? Oh, okay. um, uh, Petito, right? Petito. Yes, Petito. Yeah. Yes. Are you keeping up with the story? Um, A little bit. Yeah, I'm. Kind of heart sick about it. Yeah. So let's just talk about this really quick because I, I kind of feel like it's taken the the world by storm right now, mm-hmm. and it's hard to almost kind of. Honestly, this weekend I didn't really, 
I didn't really know anything about it until like I kept getting on social media and then like people kept saying like, find Gabby, find Gabby. And I was like, who's Gabby? And then I started doing some research and I'm like, well, I listened to crime junkies, which that's the first time, by the way, I've ever listened to crime junkies podcast. You ever listened to it, mom? It's like one no. of the biggest podcasts. No. Uh, and I was like, you know, first let me talk about pot, uh, about, um, crime junkies really quick. It's okay. Uh-huh. Like sometimes these really big podcasts, I listen, I, I just assume are going to be like so amazing. Yeah. To have it together. Yeah. I mean, and don't, <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong. It was, it was well written, uh-huh. but I feel like her present, she almost just sounds like a normal, I know there's only one girl there and I forget her name now. Uh-huh. Um, the other girl wasn't there, but the, it was okay. Like it was, it was okay presented. Uh-huh. Sometimes I beat myself up for being just like a crappy, like just a just a janky podcaster, you know. Uh-huh. But then sometimes I listen to other podcasts, and I'm like, you know what? We're not we're not terribly janky. We're janky for sure, <laughs> like for sure janky. <laughs> uh, that's not here. That's not there to toot my horn. That's just um something that I noticed because everyone always talks about crime junkie. They're always like, hey, if you listen to crime junkie, if you listen to crime junkie. Blah, 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 blah. And um, I I had never listened before. So this, uh, yeah, this Gabby uh, Petito story is so wild now. And if you don't know it, Mm. I'm sure you do by now. But uh, basically this couple, and they're young. Young couple. 22. She's 22 years old, okay? Yes. She lives in New York. Apparently she had also moved down to Florida, I guess, at the time to -hmm. live with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Well, they decide, I guess Gabby st- tries to be a social media influencer of sorts. She mm-hmm. was working at a juice bar. She said, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to go be a social media influencer. Mm-hmm. And they had uh, her and her boyfriend. His name is um, Brian. Brian Landry, uh, they had, I think. They had driven out to, they were going to go do all of the um, uh, the parks out on the West Coast. And so they got in a van and they had like they had driven out there. And um, so... All of a sudden, Gabby's parents are like, I'm not hearing a lot from from Gabby. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's weird because I've gotten like a few sporadic text text messages, but mm-hmm. they're just they're all like very short. Mm-hmm. Like the last one I think your parents received was one that was just like, hey, I don't get um, I don't get service in the park. Again, I'm I'm just relaying this from listening to a podcast last night. Please mm-hmm. fact check anything I'm saying. Just don't take it for for fact. Mm-hmm. Um, and so eventually. Gabby's parents are like, this is weird. They've been trying to reach the boyfriend. He's not answering. And so they finally reach out to uh, Brian's family. Mm-hmm. And they were like, they were being kind of weird. And like, so then they finally ba- basically find out that Brian has been back. Even though they, they can't find Gabby, Brian's been back in Florida for like a week mm-hmm. and has not said anything about Gabby being missing or anything. Mm-hmm. So now all of a sudden, uh, the, the crime junkie goes into crime junkies goes into, and it, it, it is a good episode. It's like 45 minutes and this is a very shortened version of it. Uh, but they, I guess that the couple had been stopped. Mom, do you know this part of the story? I do. So they've been stopped at some point. So they have uh, police footage and Gabby was, uh, I guess that they were, uh, I thought, I thought she called nine one one. I don't know. I don't, again, I don't want to uh-huh. like, I just know they get stopped. They got stopped by the police. There was something with a car and mm-hmm. the, the police pulled them over. Oh. And so they were basically the cop was interviewing her and she said they've been fighting the whole time. And, um, it's a re- go, go listen to crime junkies. It does do a really good job breaking and it down. And they now, sent this, her to a hotel. Uh, maybe. I um, think so. So I uh, fast forward now and, mm-hmm. Brian all of a sudden is missing, right? Mm-hmm. According to his family, Brian now is also missing. Mm-hmm. 
and they lived with them. Yes, they the, the Brian and um and Gabby, Gabby both lived with the parents. The parents are like, oh my gosh, now Brian's missing. With and they're Brian's like, family. Listen, yeah. Brian's like Brian's family's like they're they're missing, and everyone's like, no, they're not. He's hiding right now. Uh-huh. Like this dude is completely hiding out right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, latest as of today. Now the story is going to continue to progress. So depending on when you listen to it, obviously the story is going to be a little bit different. Um, but uh, as of last night, as of Sunday night, they had found remains that they think are Gabby's. That's right. And uh, have they done testing yet to prove it's her or not? I haven't seen I, anything. I don't know. I haven't seen the news since last night. And then today, I guess the um, uh, the news is that they had gotten a warrant and were now searching the the home mm-hmm. um, uh, of his of her fiance Brian Brian's mm-hmm. home now to try right. to find out more. They're calling it a crime scene. They ca- they're now calling it a crime scene. Um, it's just this is a really really messed up story. And I know this kind of stuff happens all the time and I'm not quite mm. sure why this story has more notoriety than others, but I've, I've been so fascinated the last, it's not like me to go out and like seek out like a whole podcast on something that, that's currently happening, but I do feel somewhat invested in the story now. Mom, how are you feeling well, about it? Are you, are you uh, keeping up with it? Uh, you know, I haven't, as I said, I haven't seen any details on it today. But um, I do know that her parents have done a fantastic job of keeping it front and center. I mean, they've been on every news channel being interviewed and pleading with people to help them find her. And I suspect she has a large social media following. Right. So, I mean, it has really been in the news. And so they've done, her family has done a magnificent job of keeping it front and center on, right. on all the venues. So, yeah, I mean, I pray that's not her, but in my heart, I feel like it is. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, I'm let's be honest. I'm sick about it. Oh, at I'm this point, and again, this this may complete, be completely out of date by tomorrow morning. So I don't know. By the time mm-hmm. you listen to this, this could be completely out of date. So mm-hmm. this is why I try not to do too much stuff. It's like progressively moving. Right. Yeah. Um. So I I just, I, I, I it's him. Like, it's obviously mm-hmm. him. Like it has to be him. There's no other other explanation to in my mind. There's mm-hmm. not much he could say about why it wouldn't be him. Like why did he travel all the way back mm-hmm. and never said a word mm-hmm. about her missing? Right. right? Yeah. Um. And I, I think that the family knows it's him. I think uh, the family, yeah. his, his family. Co- yeah. Why would he come home without her? Yeah. But I was kind of mm-hmm. wondering, why like, because somewhere else? I think what we're seeing here is like a a, a generational difference in the story because I think that for the younger, I think that the 20-somethings are latching on to it because it's it's relatable. I think that most of us have probably been in some type of toxic situation uh, relationship and can somewhat relate to like I I think in our in our mind's eye, like we we all could have said that could have been us. Uh-huh. You know, it's oh, it's just yeah. extremely relatable because it is a spouse and we'll, we'll figure out, I mean, details will will come forward. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I think we can all think of a situation where like you were, and, and again, everyone, I don't think everyone's going to end up murdering people. Right. But I think that we can all think of at least one situation where it's been toxic with someone that you, you've been with. So I think mm-hmm. it's somewhat relatable. And I don't think this guy... I don't necessarily think he's like um, 
would you assume he was a, a murderer beforehand? Mm, you know what I mean? I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, but I think there's that's that's the reason why maybe, maybe people are, are as invested in the story as others. But mm-hmm. I was kind of curious from a parent's point of view, mom, how you feel because this could have been mm. this could have been Maggie. You know, I know. Like, I know. She's dated. I mean, she's dated some guys that were not so great in the mm-hmm. past. Mm-hmm. I know. That's my sister, by the way. She's thirty yeah. now. Um, yeah. But I, I, what, I what would... do you what What's a parent point of view on this whole? This whole Gabby situation. You know, after your kids leave home, and, and it makes me think because they live together in his family home, that perhaps her parents didn't yeah. approve of him. Um, mm. But after you're 21, it's really hard to tell your kids what to do. Right. I mean, you can give them advice, but Lord, there have been countless times that parents have not agreed with the choice of, of the the people their kids date. Sure. Um, but that doesn't seem to matter a lot of times either. Right. They just they just think we're crazy and that we don't know what we're talking about and we're prejudiced or we're biased and we're whatever. Um, and they just disregard our, our feelings and our thoughts about it and go off on their own. I mean well, it's, let me a, tell you it's this. a very common thing. If I would have gone on my on my mom's opinion of my ex-wife when I first told her I was going to propose, I think her response was really question mark. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I don't think there's anything that you could have said or done, you know, to make it that way, you know, exactly. So does it feel, do you almost feel like helpless at times? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I said to you, are you sure? Yeah. And you said, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, she's the one. She's awesome. And, of course, we didn't really know her. Right. Um, And so there wasn't much I could say about it. Right. Other than, wow, okay, you know. Right. Um, But, yeah, I I had opinions on some of Maggie's boyfriends and – but there's nothing much you could have really done. But there's you know? nothing. There's like think nothing. about when think about when mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Maggie mm-hmm. moved with one of her boyfriends across the country mm-hmm. at one point. You know, mm-hmm. and was completely yeah. away from you guys. And yeah, didn't like it. Yeah, didn't well, like it. And nothing I think that any, I, this could be could any do. parent's reality. You know, when yes. you just don't know. Ugh, yes. it makes it makes me sick. So yeah, my heart I'm, aches for her family. Just I, aches. Ugh. I do love how. The internet's really gotten behind this story. Oh yeah, that's what I mean. And I, mean, I love how I mean TikTok actually there. played a, played a part in this. Um, one girl had actually come forward and said that she had picked up Brian. Oh, and so the cops then were able to investigate that all thanks to TikTok. Wow. So like it's a yeah, it's a different world that we're living in. I think it that like is. I don't I don't know that it would have been possible without the the help of the internet kind of getting behind this and putting a lot of fuel behind the fire but i'm i the story is heartbreaking it's it's interesting uh-huh. and it's heartbreaking it's it's hmm. it's confusing but i just i want to yeah. bring this up because i was really curious about like a mom's point of view yeah when it came mm-hmm. to um i think that most of us younger see it from like our point of view of like what if we what if it was mm-hmm. us but like as a parent oh uh, you just yeah, feel helpless be, yeah. just feel helpless and I can I can hear I can hear the pain and, and see yeah. the pain in her parents. It's just uh if you're way into it though and you want to talk about it, like you can DM me because I'm um way into it. Way mm. into it. Uh and, and every time the news breaks I'm kinda of like checking up on it. So it's that guy Kramer on Instagram if you're on there you can hit me that way. Mm. All right mom, let's go ahead and get to our um a quote for today. Okay. It's from Robert too. 
And he says, don't let negative and toxic people rent space in your head. Mm. Raise the rent and kick them out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Raise oh, the yeah. rent and kick them out. No, you're better than that. Don't let them invade your mind and occupy your time. No, no. Can you relate that moment to any of that quote to anybody or anything? To anyone that maybe I'm speaking to? Well, or that you're not speaking to anymore. <laughs> I mean, were you referring to me? <laughs> Am I the toxic one? Perhaps. No, but, but negative people and toxic people have certainly rented space in your head. Yeah. I mean, they have in all of our heads. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had an employee one time that was a beast and, you know, I couldn't sleep. You know, yeah. she was trying to form a coup um, against me, and it, oh, it was horrible. It was right. horrible. Oh. Well, um, yeah, and that's it's one hard thing to that get I'm, out of your head, especially when you're in the midst of it. I think, though, um, you know, I've uh, got to be careful with this. You have some snitches that listen to this podcast. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, so I got to be careful. Mm. But, I've had a lot of toxic people in my life over the yes. last couple of years. Yes. And to be fair, I'm sure I've been toxic in some sense too. You know yes. what I mean? Like, I mean, yes. I think that we, 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 we all can have toxic moments. Right. Um, but I, over the last couple of weeks, and this is something I, I thought we we're gonna talk about it on today's show, but I'm gonna save it for tomorrow's show because we're just, we got a lot going on for today's show. Okay. Um, I'm gonna talk, talk to you about my therapy sessions and something that I've uncovered in hopes that maybe it will help you as well. But when it comes to living here, uh, and in Maryland, I told you I've been kind of struggling getting like settled and trying to figure out why I've been feeling that way. And mm-hmm. so give me, uh, give me till tomorrow. We'll talk about that on, on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, uh, I think the number one thing though, is you got to catch these thoughts before you start going down the rabbit hole. There's a couple people that I really, Mm. can really irk me like the names alone mm-hmm. or seeing them on social media mm-hmm. or just think, you know, just anytime certain situations come up, mm-hmm. I I'll start to go down a rabbit hole and I'll just yeah. spend X amount of time of my day. Yes. Kind of just going over and over and over the situation, over the situation, over and over and over, you know, yes. where when I finally catch myself in that thought, of being angry at that person, mm-hmm. then I can start to kind of maneuver. But it's almost like you've got to catch yourself first mm-hmm. before you can even like change that thought. Mm-hmm. So if you've got people that like you spend way too much time obsessing over, mm-hmm. you got to really like you got to make the dedication to like stop it. If you really want to stop it, like this quote says, right? Yeah. You really got to catch it first. Yeah. Because it's like, that's, again, all these quotes are so much easier said than done. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't ever want them to be discouraging to you. No. Because you might be listening to like, well, man, I can't I feel like crap now because mm-hmm. I can't even. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I, I want to challenge you the other way and say, listen, you can, but you got to like, it's just, it takes, it takes time and it takes work. Right. Yes. So like for these toxic people, like I'll catch myself and it makes me feel bad. And I'm mm-hmm. like. Why do I want to spend my time thinking about this? Right. Like why? Like, what is this doing for me? It's not making right. the situation better, for sure. No. Or and changing not, it. Or changing it. 
All right. Um, and again, everyone has to go through kind of their grieving period. Yes. Mm-hmm. But then at some point when you're ready, you got to be like, okay, I'm ready to like move forward here. Uh huh. And when I catch myself thinking about these said people, mm-hmm. I'm just like, do I, I don't want to spend any more energy on this. Uh-uh. I really don't want to spend any, like I've spent a year and a half worrying about this. I'm over it. Right. I just want to move forward in my life. You know right. what I mean? I don't, I don't care what this person's saying behind my back. I don't care what this person feels about me anymore. I can't, I did the best I can do. And that's all I can do. Mm-hmm. And that's like what I've had. But like the first step in that, I think that's, that's actually maybe the pre-step, the first step. Mm-hmm. So we'll call it the first step. I'm changing the step numbers here. <laughs> first step is you got to like just accept it, accept the situation, right? Whatever yes. it is, you got to accept it. But yeah. then the second step is then you got to catch yourself thinking these thoughts mm-hmm. and then remember that you just don't want to spend time on this anymore. Yes, right. And then eventually what I've noticed is eventually like your brain will start to like move forward. You mm-hmm. know, I'm not going to say right. it's going to be perfect and I'm still not perfect, mm-hmm. but I think my energy is lightened because mm-hmm. I don't spend time. Mm-hmm. I just, I just don't, I just don't let it in my space anymore. I don't let it yeah. in my space. I'm just you like, sent it, a message it, to your brain. If it comes in, I'm like, okay, there it is. I'm mm-hmm. not, and I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. And then it's gone. Right. Why, do you, why do you like the thing about it? Why do you spend so much time angry at, at somebody? Why? Yeah. And again, you can and you Somebody should because you. nothing good about pushing something down and not feeling the feels that you're going to feel. Right. That's the worst. But then right. that day is going to come when you're like, okay, I'm kind of tired of just like doing this. Right. Then the action has to come in. Mm-hmm. So that's my two cents of the day with our quote of the day. It's worth a quarter. Yeah. Right. That was good. It's all right. It's all right. I know. It's all right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very yeah. much, mom. I appreciate that. <laughs> Um, so we're, uh, we're going to get to our, ask my mom the first one for the week. And she's saying, I didn't want to get vaccinated, but then I did. But now my family's asking me to do this. Has it gone too far? We're going to get to that with ask my mom here in just a couple of seconds on the certified mama's boy podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by better help. Better help is online therapy and counseling. That really is amazing. They really are truly Uh, One of my greatest tools in my tool belt when it comes to my mental health. Uh, I'm a really big fan of it. And I – the thing is is that you you are always looking for ways to improve yourself. And sometimes you don't know what you need until you really get into it. Uh, I'm going to tell you this week on the podcast a story about my getting comfortable here and actually how it has a whole much more dark, sinister thoughts than I even realized was there in the first place. Um, but if you're feeling down, you're depressed, maybe there you're at a total loss. Maybe you're at that point. I really want you to go try out better help. You can get somebody that's completely unbiased to your life, right? Like we, we're all a little too close. Your family's too close. Your friends may be too close. Better help is customized online therapy that offers video phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on the camera if you don't want to. And that makes it a lot better. I do mine on phone. I don't like the camera, to be honest with you. Uh, it's a lot more affordable than in-person therapy. You can start communicating with therapists in under 48 hours, unload the stressors, and get some unbiased feedback, and you're going to be pretty surprised at what you might gain from it. So this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and uh, it, the uh, Certified Mama's Boy podcast. Listeners get 10% off their first month by going to betterhelp.com slash Kramer. Betterhelp.com slash Kramer. It's BetterHelp. B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Kramer. All right? Also, if you haven't tried this yet, go check out Gabby.com. Gabby.com, which I know is a 
tough uh, transition from our last segment, but go with me here. Um, it's it's crazy how fast the prices of everything are just starting to go up, right? What was I reading about today that was going up? Uh, I forget, but there's something else that, you know, supply chain, you hear supply chain all the time. Um, but I've, I've got a way for you to save some money that's on your car insurance, shopping around for your auto insurance. And it sounds kind of boring, right? Uh, I get it. Gabby does all the hard work for you. That's what I did. And that's what they're going to do for you too. Um, it takes minutes, but it might take you weeks to actually to get done. Gabby uses your current policy to compare your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers like Progressive and Nationwide and Travelers. And there's, there's only one true comparison platform with fast, verifiable quotes, not just ballpark guesses. And because Gabby uses your current coverage, they only show you policies that are with the same or better coverage than you already have, many of them at lower prices. So Gabby is free to use and they never sell your information. There's no sp- spam calls. There's no robo calls, all that kind of stuff, right? I now pay $64 a month for my insurance, thanks to Gabby. So it's it's not just me that loves it. Gabby has been featured in TechCrunch. It's been featured in Forbes and featured in uh, USA Today. Start saving on your insurance today. Go to Gabby.com slash Kramer to start saving today. It's totally free. It's G-A-B-I, by the way. G-A-B-I dot com slash Kramer. It's Gabby.com slash Kramer. All right. Ask my mom in just a couple of seconds. And she said, listen, I already got vaccinated for you. And I, I just don't want to do this now. The question is, like, is it worth it? Uh, before we get to that, certified fans, hello. How are you? Thank Yay. you so much. This is like I call this like during you know like when a flight when the pilot comes on it's like we don't thank all of our uh, medallion and family uh, members. <laughs> it's like that. It's thank like you our, for our, flying with us yeah, today. Just, thank, thanks for your loyalty. You know, uh-huh. thank you honestly. Thank you for your loyalty. Thank you so much. Yes. Genuinely uh, appreciate <laughs> what you do. Um, uh, I am super thankful for anyone that takes time to listen to this podcast. And I'm even more thankful for those that, that like have kind of backed it. You know what I mean? Like you get behind it, you support it. I mean, that's, that's the ways you can support the podcast. You can, you know, listen is always step one, but then you can support our advertisers. Yes. You can buy merchandise yep. and you become a certified fan. That's really the way, like the way that we, we stay afloat over here is those three ways. Um, and we set out a goal to get 10 new certified fans before the end of the month. Uh-huh. And that's my mom's birthday month. Her birthday is next Monday. Uh-huh. So we're running a little low on time over here. <laughs> a little low on time. Come but on. You're out there. I know you are. I woke up this morning and I was extreme. If we had, we had one, one new one so far. We lost three. <laughs> we lost three. And yeah. then uh, we gained one new one, right? Yes. So earlier this month. Yes. And then I woke up this morning and I was thrilled to see that we have a brand new certified fan. Yay. Fantastic. Oh, that's one of the perks, by the way, of becoming a certified fan is you get an episode dedicated to you. Yeah. And our lovely new certified fan has not filled out their second part of the oh. form. So let me see if I can figure out who this is by their email alone. Okay. Um, I'm going to say your name is probably Jen G. J-E-N? Your name is probably – J E N N G. Okay. If I had to assume, just by going by email address alone here. Okay. I'm going to assume that your name is Jen G. Okay. And Jen G is our latest certified fan. And, and I want to give her a special thank you because she became a yearly member. So that oh, means excellent. instead of paying monthly, she made an up to, uh, upfront She's donation. In. So thankful for that. Oh, yeah. She is our second 
new certified fan in my mom's birthday month. So thank yes. you for getting us closer to that goal. Yes. This thank episode, you. Gen G, and, and by the way, Gen G, if you fill out the second form, because when you sign up, by the way, you uh, I'll email you back and I'll say, hey, fill this form out. And I guess when you get your discounts and your bonus episodes and all that. Um, and it, when you fill that form out, that's when I get your full name and everything. So if it's not Gen G, then tomorrow I'll come back and I'll correct that. But okay. today's episode, as far as I know, is dedicated to Gen G. I don't know where you're from, Gen G, but I'm super thankful for you. Thank yes. you so, 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 so much for being a part of our show, and especially my mom's birthday month for joining. So thank you for that. Yes. Um, thank this you for making episode, my birthday fun. Yeah. yeah. This episode is dedicated to you. So for Gen G, everybody, here we go. Whoop, whoop to Gen G. Thank there you. It is. One thing too that I'm going to ask you to do this this week, if you could, if you've never left us a review before the podcast, uh, we have over a thousand reviews and we're a five-star podcast and that's amazing, but we haven't, had a, we haven't actually had a new review in quite some time. <laughs> so if you've never left a review for this podcast, that obviously doesn't cost anything, but it's super helpful, you know, with new advertisers coming in, they want to see uh, reviews and what people are saying. I so, want to see. Yeah. We'd like to see that your feedback too. So yes. uh, if you're on Apple podcast and you can just leave us a review, that'd be awesome. Let's leave us a couple stars and maybe three sentences. And other than that, we'll be very thankful for that. So grateful yes. for this family. Thank you so much for being a part of it. Okay. Yes. Let's get to ask my mom for today. Mom. Okay. But, but I, I should, I should oh. mention this. Sorry. Uh, for those that are new, this is an, an advice segment that we do. Sometimes you need like an outside point of view, somebody that's not so close to you, but like still has your best interest in mind. I think everyone listens to this podcast. We're a community and we're kind of looking out for everyone's best interest. So we will, um, we will do that. We will start. And by the way, if you ever want to be a part of this segment, my mom always gives good advice and the, and the uh, podcast family does too. So if you ever want to be a part of this segment, that guy Kramer at gmail.com. All right, mom. Now here we go. Okay. I am dead set against getting the COVID vaccine, but the reasons are not what this is about. This is about my sister and me. She lives in another town about two hours away. We've always been close. She's vaccinated, and so is her husband. I have no problem with that, and she has no problem with me. Until now. She's pregnant, and our baby is due in two months. And she told me that if I wanted to see the baby, I would have to be vaccinated. So I did. I'm vaccinated now. Good for you. But now I have another problem. I'm throwing her a baby shower next week and everything is set. All the invitations are out, RSVPs are in, and all of her friends are coming and bringing gifts. Now she just told me that everyone coming would have to wear a mask to the shower or she's not going to be comfortable having them there. I told her that that was going too far, and I wasn't going to go back to everyone and tell them that they have to mask up. She says that if I won't do that, she won't come to the shower. Now what do I do? Should I cancel the whole thing, or should I do exactly what she wants because she's the mom? I feel like she's just walking all over me here. Well, Maggie and I had a similar situation when she had a bridal shower at my house in February. Mm -hmm. And um, at that point, you know, no one, I mean, well, a few people have been vaccinated, but, you know, it certainly wasn't everyone. And so we just had, you know, we had masks here. And when people came in that didn't have one, we just said, you know, would you mind wearing a mask? 
And it was really more about me than her because she was concerned about me. Right. Um, and they did. And there was no hassle about it. And we were all fine with it. And it went over just fine. And so I think you could do a, the same thing. Just have masks there. And when people come, they may have some with them. If they don't, then just tell them that your sister feels more comfortable if they wear a mask. And I think most people will understand that, especially for a pregnant woman. I am. I don't know about you. But I'm like, I think I've hit my max talking about the vaccines and the masks. Oh, yeah. And Are you just not like it's completely burnt out? To wear a mask, not to wear a mask. It's been all, it's all been so confusing. Uh, well, it's, yeah, not, it's I, not even that. It's just people's opinion. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just tired. And honestly, I don't care. I honestly don't care what your opinion is anymore. I don't care. Like, I just yeah. don't care. I'm tired. I'm just tired of it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I haven't debated doing this story today only because I'm so tired of talking about mm-hmm. vaccinations mm-hmm. and masks. And like, I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe because I have to do it every day. At least once an hour, we're talking about the vaccine or whatever. And then there's yeah. always a text message conversation on the side about, why are you talking about this? How are you going to promote mm-hmm. this? Or why didn't you promote it this way? Or why didn't you? <laughs> like this is literally my life is like mm-hmm. watching people's opinions of mm-hmm. the of the vaccine. Um, well, we're listen. having, you know, we're having masks at Maggie's wedding. We're yeah. not asking people to wear them. We're just having them there. If they want to wear them, yeah, because we don't know who's been vaccinated and who hasn't, right? And we hope that people will be adult enough to take care of themselves. I know? do, though. What I've, I guess, I've deduced. We had a, a radio uh, woman call on the radio show, and I forget, I forget what it was. It was something about she wanted. I I forget. Basically, like she wasn't happy with the bride's decision, and mm. the group consensus that we came up with, it, she was it's something to do with a shower, or I don't remember now. It's been a, I don't know. We deal with so many damn stories. I don't even remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically, the consensus that we came up with was that if if it's their day, mm-hmm. they basically get to call the shots. Mm-hmm. Or was that on the podcast? I don't remember. Mm. Um, if it's their no, day, I they get so. to call the shots. And so, if your sister yeah. wants people to wear masks, yeah, then is is asking it doesn't your sister wants people to wear friggin wool hats i mean (laughs) it's almost like it's their day yes you have already signed up to be i I, and tell me if i'm wrong mom do you agree with this that like if it's their day yeah they basically get to the last call on how things are gonna go i think you have to honor their feelings about it yeah so I know as like as as annoying as it might sound, yeah, yes. I, th- I guess that like everyone's gonna have to wear masks then. If she wants everyone masks, then everyone's masks. I mm-hmm. mean, I again, I respect anyone's decision about a vaccine, and I don't just say that because I'm off the radio. I mean, that sounds like a very radio PC answer. I'm vaccinated. I think vaccines are real. I mm-hmm. think that they're important. I think mm-hmm. that everyone's already vaccinated. I don't, and, and I, I think it's the same technology we've been or you know science we've been using for years now. That's mm-hmm. my stance on it. If mm-hmm. it's not your stance, I'm not here to fight with you. I don't, I don't care. Like make your own decision and do it that way. Do I think you should? Sure, but that's my opinion. Um. With that said, though, is that I can see my, how do you feel about that? If her sister's like, Hey, listen, if you want to see my baby, Mm. then you got to get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that? That ultimatum? Is that, is that a fair ultimatum? I I think so. I think we have to protect our children in the best way we know how. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, yeah, when it's their day, I think it was their day is their baby. I think, I think, unfortunately, I think she gets all, she gets all of it. Like she's yeah. right on everything. So if it's yeah. her kid, if it's her party, mm-hmm. I think she ultimately is going to win every debate in this situation. So that is my two cents. What do you think though? Mm -hmm. For those that are, that are unvaccinated, I'd love to hear from somebody that's unvaccinated that Mm -hmm. thinks that's unfair because I think, you know, sometimes my mom and I are a little too much on the same page. It's not, I don't think that the voice really gets across like everybody on this podcast. Yeah. And so do you think it's fair to have an ultimate, a vaccine ultimatum for a baby shower Mm -hmm. or not even just not even for baby shower, but to see, to see family. Mm Mm-hmm. Is that is that fair? Yeah. What are, again, what are people I, doing? I'm vaccinated, so I don't really have much of a dog in this race. But if I was, if I was unvaccinated, and let's just say that, well, it's a little bit different because if Maggie was like, don't come to my second first wedding, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> say less. <laughs> say less. Um, but like, if she had a baby, and let's say I was unvaccinated, mm-hmm. so like, you can't see my kid until you, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do, you know, but again, I'm, I'm already vaccinated, so it's kind of hard for unvaccinated people. Like, again, I'm not, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to debate you. I don't care if you're vaccinated or not. I really don't. Do I think you should? Sure. But I'm not, I'm not your parent. Mm-hmm. Like do live your life. Um, if, do you think that that's a fair ultimatum to have, even though she's already done it now? And I'm sure she does kind of feel kind of meh about it, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. unvaccinated folks, if you want to, if you want to si- sound off on that, I mean, anybody, but uh, 888 Kramer eight, are we going to have those kind of rules in our family now where it's like, you can't see your family members unless you're vaccinated, you know, like mm-hmm. how we, how we handle in that situation. Maybe you have been in that situation. Maybe you're, maybe you're the person on the other end that's saying, I've got a family member that I don't want around my family until they get vaccinated. I don't know. You know, I don't know what mm-hmm. most people are kind of where your head's at. So 888-Kramer8, if you want to sound off on that. And uh, mom, that'll do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. That's going to do it for today's show. So thankful for you for uh, for being here and checking out checking it out. Checking out the program, everybody. I haven't gotten a voicemail all week this week. What's going on with you guys? Are we being quiet? Call us. 888-Kramer8. I don't know if you're as obsessed with this Gabby story as I am. Or if you got any feedback on... Um, <laughs> I don't know. There's gut instincts when it comes to dating people. And you just... I didn't even know I was going to like say that until I saw the, her number pop up on my phone. You know? So... 
888-Kramer8 is our phone number. Give us a ring. Give us, leave us a voicemail. We'd love to get you on the podcast because you're actually what makes the difference between us and other podcasts, right? Crime Junkie was great though. It was a great, it was a, it was a good podcast, but it doesn't like, it doesn't star you, you know, and that's what, what makes us different. So 888-Kramer8. And of course, uh, I'd love to hear from people that are unvaccinated or vaccinated. How does it like pay, play a role in your family dynamic? A lot to call in about today. 888-Kramer8. I love you. We'll see you back here tomorrow for a moment in Kramer history. Bye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.